bubble. It's the best thing to come out of Sydney since Eddie Obeid. Yeah, yeah. Or somewhere, somewhere around Chile. Somewhere closer to Chile than here. <laughs> Special guests on the podcast today, boys from the Batuta Advocate. Now, we were supposed to do this podcast last week, mm-hmm. but we couldn't. But you bailed. Why not? Why couldn't we do it? What happened? Mate, we've just been flat out post-election, cashing those checks the Labor Party gave to us. <laughs> nice. Basically, yeah. I'm buying shit, just I, living I, it up. I heard you were in Melbourne and the plane didn't get off the runway. Well, that was the uh, that was problem with flying Jetstar. Um, you know, I, I fought tooth and nail to make sure that our office lady booked us on the big red and white sky bus, but um, cost of living pressures and things like that. She said you're going to have to fly on the Feral missile, uh, which is Jetstar, and they uh, told us that you know uh, flying out of Melbourne back to Queensland the day before long weekend is going to be a bit dear. So, you know, it's all just biting us all this inflation. On the start of the 1A, 1A, I assume. 1A, 1B? No, no, no. We were deep. 1A, 2A. (laughs) We were deep and and, uh, and we got... We got lucky considering the plane, right? It was like... You know those, like, disaster movies on the plane where it's like a feral economy, you know, like, you know, the feral economy (laughs) class where there's people yelling and there's all these different types of carriers? We had, at least in this... In this plane, 20 kids. And we are on the tarmac for three hours with 20 kids. There was about five or six people, maybe even more than that, who were terrified of missing their connector flights to Bali and Brisbane. I know. And there was a Bucks party behind us, all kitted up in like Adelaide Rams kit, like vintage oh, yeah. Super League with tape around their ear, like proper oh, banks. Oh, they gone for it for the plane. Yeah, taped, yeah, yeah. Up, taped up on the runway. Yeah, on, on, and, and we were like, this is going to be a disaster if this thing... And we ended up... Luckily, the whole plane, I guess it's this post-pandemic mindset we're in, everyone just entered this flow state where, like, <laughs> you know, no one had to go to the toilet, no one stood up, no one complained, and then the plane took off, finally. What were we doing in Melbourne? Uh, we were just down there checking out different podcasters, of which there are many, because we forget that Melbourne uh, is a large city with some cultural influence on the rest of the country. Totally. Melbourne, Melbourne is, uh, you know, it's like Sydney light, I've heard people call it lately, you know? <laughs> It's like uh, Sydney without any of the good stuff. Yeah. It's a windy city. Which is why there's, why there's the so windy. many podcasters. It's the windy city. It is. And it's it was cold and uh, everyone has a flu. And everyone's still fucked in the head from COVID. Like, it's no denying that. Yeah, yeah. COVID's the reason everyone in Melbourne's <laughs> fucked in the head. I mean, they've got no excuse down there. I mean, everything works there. <laughs> everything works in Melbourne where, you know, you go to a place like Sydney and it's just everything's chaotic, but it seems to work. That's one thing I do enjoy about every other capital besides Melbourne is that it's all seems to be just this organised, rabid chaos. But then, when you go to Melbourne, you, you know, say if you want to go from the south side to the north side, there's you know there's a myriad of options. Yeah, and there's right. usually just it's one. a calm chaos. It's no chaos at all. Yeah, it's boring. It's, what's the yeah. word? It's it's courteous. I mean, I mean, they always go on about you know it's the most European place, mate. It's like Copenhagen. <laughs> It's boring and expensive. <laughs> and there's a statue of a Windy mermaid. and... Yeah, yeah. European doesn't mean good. Yeah. The sun goes down at 10 o'clock at night and they're terrified of Africans. I mean, look. <laughs> I mean, but there's a reason why it's called, you know, the most European 
place in Australia is because you just go there for a couple of days or a week or two and then you fucking go home. <laughs> You've never had a dinner party at my house. Full of, full of fat people on Bucks parties. <laughs> uh, we brought you in here um, for political reasons. Mm-hmm. The election happened. This was obviously going to be a little bit more uh, present or prescient last week, but that's all right. You know, you got stuck on a time It's timely still, right? <laughs> no, but we'll, we're no, still well, digesting. Now, now we're Upper living house, in it, you know. We're living in it. Also, the Senate. Also, you know, our listeners don't know what the fuck happened in the election. Neither do I. No. They don't know that number 77 was Julia Phillips, who they believe they just called beating Andrew Constance, former New South Wales Transport Minister, who... But he's he has he's, no he's options going, for employment. He's, he's going for a recount. He really? asked for that, and the AEC slapped him down. They're oh, like, really? Not oh, I, I can imagine Constance could slot in at Transurban pretty nicely. Yeah, he slung him some some work, and they can sling it back. That's what I do if what I was, was here. The, he, the ferries. He fucked up with the ferries because they can't. Uh, they can't float at night. No, and and you aren't allowed on the top deck heading into Parramatta um, because you. Unable to uh, to, to get under that last bridge. uh, (laughs) No, no, it's 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 true. Like I mean, like they those new ferries that they have in Sydney, they can't use them on the Parramatta River at high tide. It's fucking great. And there's going to be a few more high high tides. And of course, Sydney's Berlin Wall, the uh, the light rail. You know, that's on him too. That weighs so much. Well, did he was he responsible for the debacle of? Like the public get to name a ferry, yeah. and oh, yeah, yeah. and and the um the public you know picked a name like fucking it was Ferry McFerry face. No, the public didn't pick that. It came right. out, yeah. so he overruled yeah. and said it would be funny to make it Ferry McFerry face. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a real was- politician's sense of humour. Because you know, I remember the MUA Maritime Union. They still represent the ferry drivers. Um, that's the last non-wharf uh, kind of career you can be in. As Mate, an I know. Member. I was a. Uh, Man, I was a, I was a wolfie myself. Anyway, yeah. here to stay, mate. Anyway, anyway, here to stay. Uh, what is it? Uh, water, earth, fire. Didn't uh, you work on the jet boats, selling tickets for the jet boats? A docks a dock, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember the MUA said we are our staff, our members are not getting on a fucking ferry McFerry face, and they and they they threatened to strike over it. I think they came to an agreement because it's still there, right? It ended up happening. I don't know. What they no, call- no, 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 no. See, that one now is called the Mem Fox. Yeah, which, which was which, the original which, winner, which was what the public actually voted yeah. for. Yeah, but I I don't remember a Mem Fox sort of winning any Commonwealth Games medals <laughs> in the pool. I mean, as far as I know, she's a children's author. It should have been called the Joanna Griggs. Yeah, or or they could have named it after that Paralympian swimmer who um who did the the Spaniard when he walked out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever his name was, yeah. put that on a boat. Fuck it. <laughs> Um, or, or fucking Ian Thorpe. He hasn't got one. And then he's, he's got a hit- pool. He's got a pool. Mate, but... With, the, but, but with no, a surprisingly large ultimate, sauna, no, apparently. No, <laughs> the absolute... The ultimate honour that you can have as an Olympic swimmer is is to have a ferry named after you. Well, yeah. you'd want a river cat or the manly fast ferry. Well, he a could have cat. one down there in um, in Port Hacking or <laughs> that one down there in Cronulla. Get him a punt. Over to Shark Island. Um, <laughs> but, okay, you boys are from Queensland, obviously. Inner Queensland. Mm. So I don't know how, how much you, how many fingers and how many pies you guys are doing well. Actually, last time we had you on the podcast was like, what, about three or four years ago? Yeah. M- many years ago. Obviously, we've gone from strength to strength. Yeah, yeah. Um, Have you guys uh, been okay? Yeah, we've been trudging along. Well, you've got to go to places like Melbourne now. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah, Brisbane. Net, net zero, really. <laughs> <laughs> net zero 2022, baby. <laughs> I 
That's all right, mate. You've got plenty of time. You, you, you boys have still got a few years left in you yet. We've got yeah. to, nowadays we're going to have to fucking work until we're 70, so you've yeah, probably yeah. got a good, what, decade left in yeah, you. Yeah, well. Brisbane, a bit of a nose in, fingers out. Do you, you still got your finger on, on the, yeah, yeah, on the yeah. pulse to a yeah, certain extent? Yeah, plenty, plenty to talk about in Brisbane. Greensland, what's going on? What, Greensland, so we've, the we've bandwagon. Had the, 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 the mega rare liberal to green. Okay. Well, there's, there's, there's plenty of theories about what happened in, in Brisbane. Okay. So this is um, a seat that went from the Liberals to the Greens. There's three mm. seats. Three seats went to the Greens. Uh, two went from the Liberals. One went from Labor. Unprecedented. Uh, unprecedented. Wild. Um, I'll let Errol explain the Victorian Greens theory about why that happened. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, so, all right. So so as as we did mention at the top, Clancy and I were just down in Melbourne and... Um, we were talking to some uh, ethnic Victorians down there um, about, you know, what they thought happened uh, in Brisbane. And they told us, and there's no word of a lie, they said, oh, that's because of all the Melbourne expats that have moved up there. <laughs> During the pandemic. Yeah. Claimed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What moved out of Victoria? I mean, what? Out yeah. of Melbourne. Well, yeah. Illegally. Illegal immigrants. I mean, I mean, how's the fucking hide on them? No, no. I mean, it's like, like Queensland couldn't have come to that decision themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was us who moved there and we took our... Our, our light with us. But <laughs> you want to talk about the theory that the jaded Brisbane Libs have, and I've heard this uh, multiple times, is, mate, they, just short of blaming Morrison, which I'm sure they do in back rooms, but they said, apparently there's a new runway in Brisbane yeah. Airport. So that's one theory that the, that's what the Libs are really leaning into. Yeah, there's no way we could lose a seat to the Greens. It's because mm. uh, there was airport... They were, th- those... Uh, <coughs> New Greens MPs were campaigning on airport noise, which is perfect for Greens. Really, it's NIMBY shit. It's yeah, like yeah, not yeah. my backyard. But I actually, I haven't... spoke to Dr. Anne Ross, who's a, who works at uh, the University of Queensland, and mm-hmm. and she brought that up and said that, but that's BS. Yeah, that's well, that's the liberal theory. It's yeah. kind of like that's their saving face. Speaking to a couple, a, a fair few people in those seats, because we're talking areas that have flipped. Like that you wouldn't have expected. Towns like suburbs like Indrapilly and Kenmore and fucking yeah, Kenmore. Uh, Southside Brisbane. Just every every electorate flanking the river basically has gone green. Uh, another theory is there was for want of teal candidates. Yeah, uh, that mm. I would say that's the case for maybe one of those liberal seats. They could have done that, but basically it comes down to two words. Tropical Corbynism. <laughs> <laughs> and when you talk, and I'm talking to, I'm talking to tradies that I that I know who live in the River City, uh, you know, people who have no interest in, you know, the more radical uh, environmental focused policies of the Greens. But what happened was, the bloke on the south side, Griffith, he snatched uh, that seat from Labor's Terry Butler. This is the seat that was Kevin Rudd's before her. Mm. Uh, he do- he knocked on 90,000 doors mm. himself, personally. That's a big run-up over a fair few years. But Well, they expect fuck. that there. Rudd used to do the same yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. Burn and, rubber. And fuck, he's had a pair of knuckles on him like Mike Tyson. Now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Calloused. Anyway, he came in. He, he, apparently, he was talking about the fucking air traffic. I, you know, probably... But he was he. They changed the language. The Brisbane Greens are far more palatable than those lefties down south. Mm. And it all comes down to one bloke. And I'll implore the listeners to Google this man. He's a councillor for Wollongabba, who basically is the face of the Brisbane Greens. His name is Jonathan Sri. He wears a silk scarf and like a rasta beanie, 
and he lives on a houseboat in Norman Creek so he doesn't have to pay rates. And he is Sovereign so, so much of an anti-establishment anarchist that they get around him. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. almost like he turns full circle. He's almost back up with Catter now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not <laughs> so much... Horseshoe theory. Yeah, it's, it's horseshoe <laughs> shit. And he informed the campaign and he knows Queenslanders as much as he looks like a fucking lunatic hippie. He got them to change on the pamphlets, remove the word climate change, replace it with environment. Mm-hmm. We can get around that. Yeah, yeah. Environment. And then the top two, like the main the main words that you would see on any Greens, Brisbane Greens kind of uh, promotional material was mental dental. Mental yeah, yeah. dental. Into Medicare. So if you look at the average Queenslander, their teeth are fucked. <laughs> They've got a cousin in jail. Those two things are speaking to him, mental and dental. <laughs> yeah. And if that's the tropical Corbynism, I believe, where it's just like Queenslanders are used to policies which basically implies Queenslanders get shit for free. Mm. They're not thinking economy at the ballot. Yeah. They're thinking, what do I get right now? And they have that like Queensland urge to cause as much chaos as possible to the greater electorate, mm. which was electing three Greens. Like, what? <laughs> Adam Bant was basically an independent for 20 years and now we've got three new people that no one knows anything about in the heart of Brisbane who now, you know, we now have a crossbench bigger than the National Party, which is, it's just, it's been hilarious. Well, there's there's always been a crossing of wires between these people that live below the Tweed where they think that Queenslanders are a simple bunch. I don't, I don't think that's right. In Queensland, it, it's the original rebel state. I mean, it's it's a state that had to really find its feet under Australia's only democratic dictatorship under Sir Joe. And but like, but people don't understand that there was such an anti-establishment vein that existed under Joe, which which has always been there and will always be there. Do you think that that's post Northern Line, perhaps? Yep, that was a big... They left him for dead during World War Two. They drew yeah. a line from Brisbane, the Brisbane line, which they basically blew up bridges and ports north of Brisbane because they were basically... The, the, the southern-centric Australian government was ready to just cut the losses. And as long as Japan don't get Brisbane and Melbourne, they can take the rest. Yeah. And that, that you know, shortly after that, that like that's the kind of that's intergenerational trauma. Yeah. So and for the you, listener, but I mean, that can... was World War Two. If you want to cross it, you know, uh, the Australian federal government basically worked out a secret plan. They're like, if the Japs come, like they, you know, they're pretty good. They're looking pretty sharp here yeah. up in PNG. You know, they're yeah. dropping some bombs. We just got to cut loose from basically um, just above Brisbane to like Darwin. Yeah. Just give it, give it to them. Let them get, let them get lost in the bush. Which basically they're saying they'll run out of steam. It'll take them decades to get down. Yeah, the like I don't. They, think, up, they did blow up bridges like, and shit. They, they were prepared. I don't think those Tokyo boys w- would have fared too greatly on the Barclay as they were coming down. You know, it's, no, it I mean, it, it is a treeless plane. It would have been so foreign. It's a harsh sun, you know. Yeah, with those little mini subs that yeah. made it down the yeah, Murray exactly. Darling, stolen all the water up there. Maybe they switch it up and get some mini camels. Yeah, Tanya Plibersek would probably have an even harder job as a new position of water if it was the. Japs up there taking it. <laughs> I know. We'll see though. As 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 Clancy's uncle has always said about you know that early kind of Japanese investment, you know that happened in Queensland, in, in on the Goldie, especially in Cairns, up into Port Douglas, and two down in the Diamond Tanner in Batuta. The best way to get over your grandfather getting hit with bamboo to, to build a railway line is some cold hard cash. Just take their fucking money. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. And eat um, you sushi Ken with Dunn cutlery. Knew it. Ken Dunn knew it. <laughs> um, your boy, your man, 
Bob Catter, though, he increased his majority, I believe. They stopped counting in the Kennedy electorate at 150 votes. <laughs> so is that 100% there? That we no, it, was, it would have been like 80. They were like, There's, well, let's call it now. Like, let's just, they called it at, at 100 and, yeah, 140, yeah. 150 votes. And all the people who were going up against Bob were happy with that. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, fair enough. Yeah. In fact, I have reason to believe that everyone got, everyone, every other party, that, uh, every other candidate that got pre-selection in Kennedy could have just been mates of Bob's that threw their hands up for those other parties, got yeah. the nod, and then just didn't do shit. Yeah, just, <laughs> just oh, no, but no, it. but like he is, he is the great catch-all for for Queensland voters. Mm. I, I mean, like he's an environmentalist. You know, he he does renewables, ethanol, loves ethanol, loves renewable energy. He he wants to see way more solar. Um, and you know he's he's he is just a jack of all trades and a master of all trades. Mm. He's indigenous. He's Lebanese. He's, he's white. He said he's Jewish before. He's got he's Semitic Jewish. blood. Um, Sikhs. He likes the Sikhs. He likes the Sikhs. Oh, you've got to love this. Canary man. Coast. He reckons they. Uh, that was the first time he tried lentils down there in Israel. <laughs> he said they were a bit like sultanas, a bit drier though. <laughs> but the, the the bottom line is uh, is another name for for the listeners to Google. Fred Patterson. He was a lawyer from Brisbane in the nineteen. 50s, he was, uh, I guess you'd say, uh, straying from God's light and started getting involved in this little-known thing at that time called communism. Phew, I thought for a second you were going to say homosexuality or transsexualism and we yeah. would have had to cut you off, mate. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, communism. Because <laughs> that's very well known. Yeah, <laughs> it was... Um, it was yeah. He was he was straying into those areas. He had snow on his boots. You could say he uh, he sympathised with Russia. Uh, he then decided he was looking for a movement. He was looking for followers. He was a charismatic man. He relocated to North Queensland and started preaching these economic theories to the indentured uh, Italian sugarcane farmers, and then ran as a state member and is to this day the only person who's ever been elected as a member of the Australian Communist Party to a, to a government. It was a Queensland state government in the 1960s. In North Queensland, there was a communist MP. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's no, what people it was mate, named, mate, named mate. Fred Patterson. Yeah. And That's they stopped voting for him because during a protest he got hit with a baton and they reckon he changed after that. <laughs> <laughs> I think they all made a bit of money around that time and they're like, yeah, no, he's changed. We're not communists anymore. But- yeah, yeah. One of them got him actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but that's the thing. Like that last election, everyone's like, Queensland are rednecks. I'll never change. It's like, mate, they'll change at the drop of a dime. They'll they'll do whatever they want. And, and it's usually not in their own interest. It's usually to cause pain down south. <laughs> I mean, that's the the greater theory of, of politics nowadays, right? Because, and I'm sorry to like draw you into my uh, Marxist analysis, Please. but people don't like, because obviously we're so far removed from policy, we don't actually see any like meaningful change. All we have is the politics of grievances and all we have is trying to own the other side. Mm. Then you sit back for four years and be like, we won, we won, we won, mm. all right, here we go again mm. without any uh, change happening. Yeah. Anyway, that's my analysis. So like, yeah. You know why not? Why not make the others seem like fuckwits? Can I zoom out as well for a minute? Because I didn't zoom out enough then. <laughs> Dixie, I want to get you involved, mate. Yeah, yeah. So more broadly, Albo Anthony Albanese one breaking news: Scott Morrison, former right. uh, prime minister, mm-hmm. lost and has stepped down. Why do you think Anthony Albanese won and Scott Morrison lost? You know, there's no one simple answer. Things that spring to mind are like the. Uh, the mural of Anthony Albanese in the toilets at Marrickville Metro. Yeah. You know, and, and not just the mural itself, but what it speaks to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like 
he's a man of the people. He's a man that I want to watch me piss. <laughs> and you know what? If I had to pick, and this is how you really should vote, is, you know, if I have to pick between, I'm, I'm not picking between Albo and Morrison. I'm picking between uh, Tanya Plibersek and the Socialist Alliance anti-West Connects guy who, that's who I voted for in the seat of Sydney, would have been easier to vote for if he lived on a houseboat on the Alexandria Canal. Mm-hmm. He would have paid less rates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking imagine being anti-West Connects and a socialist. Mate, yeah. it's great. Yeah. Don't be anti-West Connects. Be anti it being private anyway. Yeah. Uh, here, here, brother. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, who you're picking for, who you're picking is who I want to watch me piss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, sure. and, and Albo's the guy you want to watch you piss. You know, Less in the seat of Sydney, stuff. Mm-hmm. it turns out everyone wants to have Tanya Plibersek watch them piss, yeah. Yeah. Well, which I think is a bit gross. It sounds like we've just uncovered the identity of Trough Man. <laughs> I'd say it's... <laughs> Albo? Albo's Trough Albo's Man. Trough Man Jr. That's, yeah. yeah. Let's, that starts here. That's... <laughs> that's this is Ingedine Macca's 2.0. Albo's <laughs> Trough Man. That's, I'm, I'm happy with Actually, that. Actually, no, I'm trof- sure the dates match up. He's like nearly 60. No, nah, trof- Trough Man's a little older and he's actually a, a very highly respected icon in the queer community in Sydney. Uh, I think that we'd and, be doing Trough Man a disservice. Yeah. And Albo is. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I guess the... the Albo uh, went to the Mardi Gras. The Macville. Yeah, yeah. Jenny! <laughs> uh, Mate, the- Albo even went to the ones that were inside the SCG. <laughs> COVID you know, that's how committed he is. I kept fucking tweeting at the SCG. I'm a member at the SCG. Thank you. Lardy da. Um right. and they didn't get back to a single tweet of mine asking if I can get into the Mardi Gras with my members ticket. <laughs> that's because, What's a good mate, question. That's good gave, question. That's because they gave all those seats to the corporate sponsors and the the new wave of rich gays who don't want to be in the muck. Yeah, they're yeah. like they're, they they had corporate boxes at Mardi Gras. It kind of defeats the whole purpose of the whole pride unity thing, but I mean, if you could, that's basically what you're going for. Yeah. Sit behind a glass screen and look at them from a distance. (laughs) In the trustees' lounge. Any theories, boys? What do you think um, something that you guys obviously did a bunch of journalism around feels like a lifetime ago, but our former prime minister in Hawaii in Honolulu Mm -hmm. Beach there. Waikiki Beach. Waikiki in Honolulu, Waikiki. Some nice long rollers, good place to get the longboard out. Mm -hmm. Like we're not talking the North Shore Hawaii. We're not talking Waimea. Mm -hmm. We're not talking Pipeline. We're talking Waikiki here. Have you been? I have. (laughs) Oh, have you, mate? (laughs) I watched uh, the grand final... Uh, replay the famous grand final replay between Collingwood and St Kilda. There, would you say that's a real? I mean, not no diss to you, but would you say that's a pretty basic place to go on a holiday? I finished off there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I found that to be. Of <laughs> no, there's all, not. There's not a lot doing. Yeah, of, of all the places he could have been hiding, like that shitty little concrete strip. Yeah, yeah. Sand was... on your feet, touching the. No, no, Honolulu is fucked. It's it's like a. Every single street corner has the same convenience store that sells the same bullshit yeah. and like a Starbucks or Starbucks equivalent and like everything is chain. Like yeah. absolutely everything is chain mm. and then the bars are like, you know, like RSL-y vibe, like yeah. just big, everything, like anything you could ever want, Can- blue fucking taverns, cocktails, yeah. Wait, just so no vibe. Okay, so so Morrison ran away when there was like effectively a humanitarian crisis, right? In Australia. Yeah. So Albo's equivalent will be when the markets crash, yeah. he goes on holiday somewhere. Where does he go? 
He goes to, I'd say, uh, to Fiji. He's got a package deal written all over him. <laughs> I reckon Pattaya. <laughs> I was thinking more Southern Sri Lanka. No, I was thinking <laughs> Bermagui. So one of those random ass towns down the south coast. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know that yeah, the weirdos holiday out? Mate, yeah, yeah. Well, like, well, he if go he was Byron. going yeah, but Byron. like if he was going to Bermagui, he'd be on fire. <laughs> you know? uh, but do you reckon the fires, you know, that whole thing ha- I reckon had an or did people forget about I it? I reckon that was a funny thing, and not to get too fucking Kevin Rudd with it, but it that was the first punch that the media put on him because they actually didn't even want to report that. It was because of these fucking photos that went viral. They were like, the the quiet Australians knew about it before the media even reluctantly reported that our mm. prime minister had done a runner. And uh, and that's when it got to the fireys and those blokes down in it, you know, what was it? Nelligen. Yeah. Nelligen yeah. saying, tell the prime minister to get fucked. And he's in towns <laughs> and no one's shaking his hand. And then also, great on the campaign. He's great on the campaign. He has that energy, even to the bitter end of this last one where he's tackling kids he's, he's tackling kids <laughs> after four weeks in three cities every day yeah. it's because i think it's because yeah, yeah. he doesn't drink he can keep that stamina but when he when he's exposed to the public and he has to be a human he fucking battles and the a great example was during the bushfires when he finally got back to the country after getting back as soon as possible but finishing his holiday which was a week later he comes back to cabargo with the poor emergency minister david littleproud our local member they're walking through there. And this is a perfect example of how he's not really a human being in this situation. He tries to shake that pregnant lady's hand. She lights him up. All these blokes are calling him a fuckwit. The, the mayor's trying to get between him and the bushfire victims who are fucking rinsing him. They go into a shed where it's going to be safer and there's an exhausted fiery. Like that old man is just absolutely rooted. And Morrison goes to shake his hand and he just doesn't offer it. So he kind of grabs it off the table and moves it up and down. And then that's it. And then they walk out. And then the cameras are still following them. And he goes, this is what Morrison says to the mayor. He goes, oh, mate, we better get out of here. And look, sorry about that bloke in there in the uniform. Uh, uh, he's probably just a bit tired. So Morrison's basically saying, sorry that that man disrespected me. That, that fiery in your town who's in there half fucked. Sorry that he disrespected me. He's probably just tired. And the mayor goes, he couldn't help but say, no, he just lost his house. Like that kind of shit is that's all on the news. I know, like, well, like, but like, but like, to go on holiday during a national crisis like that, it flies in the face of our most important kind of national identifying thing. Is that and, and, and that is the Anzac spirit. I mean, look, if like, look, look, how how impressed would the public be if the Anzacs at Anzac Cove they were fighting the Turks? How would how would our nation's media react if we discovered that the general there was actually in Mykonos <laughs> when all that was happening? Or what if what if, what about this? What if the media found out that Morrison, instead of being in Hawaii, was in Cairo with a single shot rifle aiming at the face of the Sphinx? Yeah. If I were Morrison, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have got on a plane home. I wouldn't have gone on a plane home. I would have got on a plane to Gallipoli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have gone full that, Justin Langer on it. Was, I need to I, think. I'll tell you what. Well, I'll tell you what. That that Sphinx there in Egypt had the same bloody plastic surgeon as as Michael Jackson. So he must have had those Anzacs 
<laughs> it had got real busy on MJ's nose, I reckon. I can kapow. Speaking of... Uh, I'm paying 20 bucks to fuck some bloke's yeah. camel. Just <laughs> going, <laughs> cutting off Michael Jackson's nose. <laughs> um, that just reminds me of just another fuck up that would have added to the, the wave of toxicity around the Scott Morrison brand. We forget everything. You could... Think back to every month, you'll find something where he's fucked up. Mm. And he can kick the can down the road and keep the momentum and people forget it. But it, it, I think after four years of that, especially after he delayed the election, it just weighs the vote. The voters were sick of seeing him. They And not knowing Albanese was a strong suit for Alba. It was like, underwhelming necessity. Get this cunt off our screen. But the just and, and, of, and name recognition. He was like name recognition, but without any like details attached yeah, yeah. for Albo, right? Like yeah. everyone knew who Anthony, Al- the name Anthony Albanese. Yeah, yeah he's he's uh, the labor option. That's what they knew him as. And then, but I think about Gallipoli. That was another f- catastrophic gaffe that Morrison made when the Christchurch shooting happened, and we were in the state of panic where all the fucking political class and media class were kind of like, well, maybe we kind of. Stoked a few fires that resulted in this massacre of people in New Zealand. No one wanted to say anything, and no one did, except for Fraser Anning, and then he got egged. Um, <laughs> but then, more, then they, you know, the world media starts following this perpetrator had done it, and they found out that he'd been in all these Muslim countries in his lead up to this massacre, and they found out he was in Turkey. And the Turkish president, um, said, type Erdogan, yeah, Erdogan. he said, he said. He just came out with it and just said, if uh, if Australia wants to send us any more people like that, we'll send them back in boxes like we did to their grandfathers. <laughs> Which was fucking wild. Like they're that's great, basically great saying they're great no, he said he said their yeah. grandfathers. And he goes But he's basically saying, Look at the scoreboard, don't do it again. <laughs> and Morrison latches in the height of all this thing, he latches on to how offensive that was. Yeah. I'm like, plenty of offensive things have happened in the last forty eight yeah, hours. Yeah. Uh, namely Egg Boy being so disrespectful to a sitting senator. Yeah, yeah. Na- <laughs> namely a known anti-vaxxer being so disrespectful to someone who was voted in. <laughs> I don't think we've heard the end of that whole saga with Egg Boy and, and Anning. Yeah? What do you reckon? What do you, where do you reckon it ends? What well, do you think, charity fight? What? What, 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 what happens, Errol? What, where do I see it ending? Yeah. I'd say it's probably going to end in a murder-suicide, you know. He's just, you're just going to go pow and then under his chin and pow. I you reckon that's, that's, that's Egg Boy's redemption? Yeah. Who's yeah. he got in the side? No, 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 no. Uh, Fraser Fraser Rowling. Rowling. Yeah. <laughs> Revenge. Fraser Fraser comes Fraser's back. revenge. I think they probably agree on the vaccination question. I, that's the thing. There's more that unites them than divides them. That was basically... That's all. Egg- I wish a lot of people would ha- really have a think about that. Yeah. That's basically what Egg Boy was saying to Rebel News Media at the anti-vaxxer market. He was like, man, more, more unites us than divides us. And he looked a little tapped. He looked like he'd been doing some hard living since he became yeah, ex- yeah. an extreme international celebrity overnight at the age of 16. You know, that's that's how I felt at the uh, 2014 grand final, Rabbitohs Bulldogs. It was just like, there's more that unites us than divides us. Because looking around at 80,000 people there, and every single one of them hated the fucking cops. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, and the Bulldogs looked like the cops in the right light they yeah yeah light. but then the bulldogs the, mate, the, well, they hate on, them more than anyone on, on redfin street that night you know the lebanese drummers it was a celebration of of, of culture mm. and people uh you know there is so why much doesn't more. that happen after an election exactly where are the lebanese drummers on marrickville road all you see is you know 
hipsters taking photos of C1 driving down Illawarra Road and being like, <laughs> I just saw the Prime Minister in a Newtown Jets jersey. Yeah. I mean, interesting though, in Grainler, uh, his electorate, the Prime Minister, my electorate, I... Uh, Show off. My Donkey local vote. <laughs> <laughs> it, the, uh, it, it is true that the people who, who did a... Uh, what's it called? Like an unofficial vote, like a fucking... Mm. Uh, ruined the ballot. An yeah. informal vote. An informal vote um, was 4.4%, which is double the national average. Nice. Congrats, I, brother. I don't know what that means because a lot of fucking people also voted for Anthony Albanese. More yeah. than 4.4% of grain I suspect. Mm. I don't think they even had to take it to preferences with Alba. He was over 50%. Yeah. yeah that's, so that's yeah, when yeah. preferences come into play if you get over 50%. Don't look at me, mate. I didn't vote. I did. Well, you, you know, <laughs> for the socialist Andy West Connects guy. Yeah, it is <laughs> also the smallest electorate in Australia. It's the most densely populated. Yeah, well, you know, I like to be rubbed up against my fellow people. <laughs> it's disgusting, mate. Does that mean you're inner city elites? Uh, does it? I think it does include Annandale, doesn't it? That's another thing. Remember, like four years ago, maybe even more, five years ago, mm. it was always. Uh, Latte sippers in Annandale. Yeah, Annandale. no, that was Barnaby. Barnaby. He was very Barnaby. big on that. Because that's why they got he, the MBN last. <laughs> he was big on Annandale, but that's gone. The, mm. the Annandale hate's gone. No, well, I'll tell you the day that that went is when Barnaby got caught by the Daily Mail down there with um, his new partner Vicky. He was caught at a small bar in Annandale having a craft beer. Like this is after he had been rubbishing. <laughs> <laughs> and trash talking Annandale's name for months and months and the months. Red bags. And he gets pinged down there. Yeah. And and he'd had so many too from that photo. You could just tell he had that RSL tan just glowing at the bar. Jeez, this is all right. What do you call this one? The Pacific <laughs> Ale. I'll, I'll, I'll have another one of them, thanks. Uh, I mean, the latte thing always weirded me out because uh, is the alternative a flat white? So it's just. No, a- no, it's Nescafe. Oh, it's a Nescafe. I think so. I mean, it, it, it does make sense when you look at the stats. In weight, Australians consume more instant each year than uh, than uh, your your style of coffee. I have a piccolo, thank you, sir. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I instant is still king, like across it's the board. Fucking turbo, man! I yeah. got a jar at home, and I have it like it's real like breaking case of emergency stuff. <laughs> I have a normal coffee; won't do anything. If I have an instant. I'm bouncing off the walls. I lose half of my innards. It's, it's fucking like a, wild. It's like a vape. The nicotine levels in the vape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like the, <laughs> I feel like the instant generation may be moving on. Well, they I saved say. all that money buying instant coffee so they could buy houses. Mm-hmm. Well, and, it's great depression era, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. It's, great it's like depression. fruitcake. Instant coffee, fruitcake. I think I, I'm bearish. I'm, but, not, I'm not investing in any fruitcake uh, uh Stocks at the moment. I'm not investing in any stuff. Penny farthing. I do think, though, this, the, the inner city elites was in response. Would you agree with me that the inner city elites, latte sipping sledges, came in response to the inner city elites sledging, you know, uh, white working class voters, the deplorables? What yeah, came first? Right. I think the deplorables you, you, came first. You're claiming it's the dialectic. Yeah, I, it's think like- it, I think it was a return fire. I think it was... Well, it was probably around gay marriage debate as well, yeah. I assume. Yeah, because that that I feel like all that's like the culture wars have kind of there's been a pressure valve on that. And maybe since Trump left because when Trump won, it was there were a lot of people that were quite vocal um against him who felt powerless for the first time in their life. 
Yeah, yeah. And that's when the the, 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 you know, the nasty cracks about the Rust Belt and all these deplorable voters that vote against their interests kind of start. And the same thing happened here in 2019 when they took that green convoy up to fucking Clermont and they oh, got eggs thrown at them and shit like that, where it's kind of like, you people don't understand. Let us tell you who you should be voting for and why that's good for well, you. Well, I think that's, yeah, that's like the behavior of, like you said, people that have been given things their entire life. You know, boomers, as as Raph quite often points out, every policy in Australia, major policy since the 70s, has been tailored to boomers, right? Mm-hmm. It's what, free uni, the introduction of Medicare, negative gearing, all this stuff is just like, this will help this huge voting bracket. Mm-hmm. And so after a while you go, hang on, this specific thing isn't helping me what the fuck is going on here Mm. and um you know all that entitlement you know i don't know if you can blame someone for being entitled yeah you know sometimes it's just you know you you get used to a thing for so long you just go no it's just how it should be i'm completely convinced that if millennials were in the position that boomers were back then we would have done exactly the same hundred (laughs) percent anyone would but that's that's what the complaints are it's like i want that too Shut the fuck up. Give me a house for, for 30 grand, you know? No, well, it isn't just, you know, like f- for $30,000. It's it's to have an appropriate level of debt to your income. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like t- to buy a house in some godforsaken hellhole like Sydney, the world's largest open-air sewer as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> is that, you, you know, you've got to stretch your ass so much just to get into the market where you, you've got these people who – are borrowing, you know, five to seven times what their income is. And, and, and that is just not sustainable because the wages are not going up, no. but the property prices are. But they want to take more fucking super? What's the point of that? Am I going to be alive to spend it? But no, I don't want to pull it out. Know. We're going to do, as a millennials, let's decide here. Do you, I assume you guys will support this and hopefully promote it on socials. Mm-hmm. If things don't change within 10 years... We're all going to do a group suicide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Egg boy first. And our entire generation. But yeah. we need, no, they need, they need a charismatic leader to get us to there. Like, we drink that the Dixie Kool-Aid. Up. Well, I mean, the the four of us, we could really fucking pick it from a hat. Well, yeah. we should stand on top of each other's shoulders. With I think so, coat. with a big trench coat. <laughs> yeah. No, anyway, but like, let, let's finish although, this look, off. Although, if, if I were to do that, you, you know, as I do have a pilot's license, I would <laughs> try and do something... <laughs> A bit spectacular, whereby you're like, I've I've always wanted to just do a circuit where you go under under the Harbour Bridge, do a full like like a full bank, and go under the Anzac Bridge, and then go up again like that. I've done it. I've done it many times on flight sim, but you, you know, to add a bit of like of of an event to it, I would obviously call up the people at the Opera House and say I'm about to fly. A Cessna 152 into the side of the opera house. Would you mind evacuating it? And I do a couple circuits for maybe half an hour up above. Give them time And to then it. I just come in hard yeah. over Wentworth Park, go down under the Anzac Bridge. I'd go up and do a loop to loop and come straight back down under the bridge and fly straight into the side of the opera house. Would you go into the no war, like the no war sale? Yeah, no, straight, like a broadside, straight into the big sale. Yeah. Coming in, just parking it in the Joan Sutherland Theatre. Yeah. Or, or at an absolute pinch, I'd go into Pinch Gut, which is uh, Fort Denison. Yes, indeed. 
Can I, can, before, Sounds good, Here, here, brother. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. How I'd many seats hell. in that Cessna, brother? Two. Yeah, well, two, 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 yeah. two seats. We've got one seat. Mate, well, look, 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 look. I could look, 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 look. If 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 all if all if all of us were to throw in, I I I am rated for a Cessna one seven two, which has four seats. What about how how plus the plastic explosives? Yeah, or well, some fertilizer. No, no explosives. Fertilizer just you know, just a very anticlimactic clunk. <laughs> and then that, and the, because it's like it's it's a sturdy Danish built building. You just hit the side and then just fall down. Fall off, yeah. slide down. But don't you want, don't you want to cause some, like, this goes back to the last time we were on the podcast, don't you want to cause some vandalism? Like, a ma- like What, a- as opposed to flying a plane into the opera house? <laughs> no, no, vandalism. I know, with, but with some explosives, you could actually cause some real grief to the mate, to I don't, the teals. Mate, mate, I, I, mate, mate, I'm not out to get Jan Utzen. Yeah, that's fair. Never I'm out to get the taxpayer. Well, well before, before you guys wrap up, can you explain as inner city elites um, the teal bath? What do you think that was? The tree Tory independents who've taken all the heartlands. Well, I mean, I think it, honestly it was just like liberal voters found Scott Morrison a bit gauche. Yeah, that's that's literally it. It was like I I I want to be. Uh, you know, I want to move with the times, but I don't want to be crazy and no, vote I- for the Greens or or Labor. You know, look yeah. at these hands, these beautifully moisturised hands. Uh, I want someone who's safe and like my friends. You know, and uh, so I'll, I'll vote for this lovely woman. You know, Allegra Spender, perfect. Six of them. That was a hell of a multi. What was it paying? So I got it at six bucks on tab. <laughs> six yeah. bucks is not too good. Jane Jane Caro didn't do. Fucking anything though, which she didn't get. She didn't get the um, well, that's climate nice two hundred backing. Yeah, she yeah. had to go with the Reason Party, which is the amalgamation of cycling and sex. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is you know a lot of people's fantasy. <laughs> it's Jane <laughs> <laughs> Garrow's fantasy, apparently. <laughs> Don't need men anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, no. Last, I want to. I want to end it on. We'll chuck five bucks in. Who's going to win in in four years' time? Three years' time. Albo, mate, yeah. he's a two-term prime minister. Yeah, he's come through like Howard. I mean, it's mate, come through underwhelming necessity. It is not going. That's what I said about Turnbull. Mate, it is not going to change until the Liberals go back to the formula of having a Rhodes Scholar who's a, just you know a bit of a bumbling fool in as the opposition leader. Angus and I, Taylor. Angus Taylor. Yeah, easy. Angus Taylor is coming back, and he is going to defeat Albo in, in, in not the next election, but obviously the one after that. There's yeah, there's a so does the skull hold on? Do you reckon for three years as opposition leader? Yeah, oh, I think hell yeah, he gets yeah. pumped. He'll yeah. he'll get pumped. Dutton, so Dutton hangs around for three, and, years. and Albo gets a bigger majority, and then people get sick of that. But what I like, you know, the expression, the spark that burns twice as bright burns twice as fast. That's what Morrison was. That's what Rudd well, was. Well, I don't know that expression. I know a different expression that sounds eerily similar. What did I say? <laughs> the candle that burns twice as bright burns half as long. I believe. Yeah, half as long. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I Which was of, an Elton John song. Yeah. Seems to me that you live your life like the candle that burns twice as fast, which is Scott Morrison, right? You can't come in with ScoMo and maintain that for two terms. Like mm. that, the, mm. the hot energy. dogs, the, the every sporting event, everything like that, eventually that becomes too much and it's oversaturation. And, and Rudd had that. He didn't even last a full term. Mm. Everyone got sick of Rudd. Albo yeah. is not the candle burning twice as bright right now. No. Yeah, but they're, they're going to intentionally... I mean, it seems like that's the plan, is like first year do nothing, first yeah. term do nothing, second term like actually like push through some policies. But yeah. I think I'm going to put my cards on the table. I'll put my five bucks, yeah. five fucking bucks in today's economy. That'll be worth a buck in that's about a- <laughs> three years' time. 
I think that him doing nothing though will uh will will mean that he actually won't get voted in. Do you reckon? That's do you reckon Dutton? Do you reckon Dutton goes the way? I don't think. I think Dutton gets knifed for the resurgent for the uh, the yesterday marriage libs. Yeah. Um, they like. They don't have much of a presence. Though. They don't they have much of a presence. No. They don't have much yeah. of a presence, but they got knives and they got they got claws. They certainly do in yeah, New South yeah. Wales. Whew. Yeah, this bitch bites. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think Dutton will get rolled in the classic kind of uh, six months out. Brendan Nelson was that his name? That- Although, but they yeah, do yeah, need yeah. three quarters of the party room uh, to roll someone these days. Because Morrison changed those rules yeah, to yeah. protect his job. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. I'm putting it out there. Uh, it was Brendan Nelson. Hey, Brendan Nelson didn't last the term. Remind me in three years to get the Batuta boys back on the. Was pod. he the opposition leader? <laughs> hey, that's very was funny that, that you think Apple apology? is going to be around in three years. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan Nelson was the, yeah, yeah, was the opposition was. leader. Yeah, and he didn't last the term under Rudd, although he should have because he probably would have won. But mate, he had an approval rating that was like on. On par with monkeypox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but well, Dutton's... A, Dutton will get to that. Yeah, Dutton's a, a Brendan Nelson-esque. Yeah, yeah he, he won't Simon Crean. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. and then he'll Most- end up as one of the highest paid public servants in the country as the director of the Australian War Memorial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are they one of the highest? Fuck yeah, it. That's, that's the highest. Highest. Yeah. Brendan Nelson. Aren't, aren't they sponsored by uh, Slater Kinney or whatever? That's a fucking indie band. <laughs> Who's the, the, the gun makers? Oh, <laughs> Wesson? Huh? Smith. No, who, who are the, the contractors? Ramsey. Ramsey. No, the F-16 mateys. Oh, wait, isn't that like Lockheed Martin? Yeah. Don't, don't they sponsor the War Memorial? Yeah, they, well, they, they tip, should. They do tip money. <laughs> <laughs> they because should. there's a lot of pain in there because of those bastards, I'll tell you what. <laughs> they uh, they oh. should sponsor the VA as well. All right, last last bet. Last bet to end the pod. Frydenberg, CEO of AFL. So good. Yes they, or no? Mate, that... In my book, that is a dollar one. I reckon <laughs> AFL is. has enough money to get Volandis in there and fix it up, but they don't have the balls. They don't have the balls. Uh, I'd love Volandis. I think there's a lot of AFL fans who would love Volandis yeah. up there. He, Frydenberg doesn't need to be doing that. No, because uh, that that would he was able to hide behind all the fuck ups that happened as treasurer. He was able to put on Morrison indirectly. If you're the CEO of the AFL, you're exposed. Oh, you're in the media every week. Yeah. And if things don't go yeah, right, it's on you. It's not on. It's Melbourne some- media, yeah, and, though. And, it's and, yeah, like, does he does he want to be like explaining some umpire's decision? Yeah. You know, like is that a fifty meters after yeah. the siren or and, not? And and it would <laughs> you know? it would put the game in a bad position because he would get carted by Vlandis. If it was yeah. those two going oh. at it, it would yeah, Vlandis would eat him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's Melbourne- about to experience real politics. <laughs> <laughs> Vlandis ball, yeah. get on top of the factions, mate. Because uh, oh man, I can't think of a worse thing to do in in, in post. Where would you go if you got if uh, humiliated by a teal independent and you were the next prime minister to be? I'd, I'd go the Chris Pine route, which is just join a bunch of evil boards. Mm. You know, like join the Raytheons. Like he could probably pop on, you know, HSBC's board. Mm. You know, Mate, some, he could just go back like to that. Deutsche Bank. Mm. Yeah, right. Like just pop they, on. No, you don't go back. No, you know, you know what I do? Just three hundred k a board seat. Just yeah. pop yourself on five or so. Do a bit of consulting. Travel the world. Yeah, well, that's. I think you'd start there. I'd go if I lost my seat as a federal member. Maybe I was the treasurer for a bit. One way ticket to Cairo. Twenty bucks entry to a camel. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot the Sphinx, yep. shoot myself. Yeah, and fuck. I've already fucked the camel. Yeah, right. Yeah, and that's it. Well, Matthias Corman's over at the OECD as well. Like, you could probably get some some consultancy yeah, over he's there. Big lefty. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, thank you so much for joining us, guys. I, th- I feel like I left this conversation um, certainly richer with regards to my knowledge. Yep. Um, I understand what happened in the election now. Mm. Um, and I'll be voting next We didn't next really time. touch on much <laughs> outside of Greensland and the Teals, but that's all that we need. That's, that's the story, th- mate. Yeah, that's and, all, and that's all that we know. That's all we know. That's what else all- happened? WA? Fuck off. Yeah. Secede. Yeah. Secede. <laughs> they should secede. They're cowards. <laughs> They should. WA should. Mate, they have the approval rating. They could do it if they had the balls to They're fucking cowards. Anyway, uh, thank you to Errol. Mate, thanks for having me. Thank you, Clancy. As always. Thanks for having us again. Thanks, Raf. You're welcome. Uh, Thank you for having me. Thanks, Rowan. Anytime. (laughs) Great. Uh, See you next year. Before you go, we need you to do an ad read for Bubble. But here's the catch. What? You've just got to riff it. No right now? Script. No script. No script. Well, yeah, well, let's go live right now. Go ahead. No, no, we're live. Bro. All right. <laughs> Bubble, Sydney's best kept secret. Since all of those homosexuals were murdered on the cliffside at Tamarama, <laughs> up to 80 of them, they reckon, while <laughs> dad was the head of police. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>